threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. I feel like we just got done with the podcast before the podcast. <laughs> well, no, we All the stuff we were going on We've about. been talking a lot of smack. We have. Never ends. Yep. Cameron, you look great today. Thank you. I wanted to tell you that. Maybe I appreciate it. Make you feel better same, before we get same. going. Love your shirt. Thank Love you. your shirt. Oh, yeah. Speaking of the shirt, we still have a few of these left. That is still, so you have a chance. It's still been my favorite one. You got like I do like the long sleeve one a lot. I do too, yeah. That one's not accessible. I'm sorry. It's, you can't get it anymore. Yeah. That one we did sell out of. This one we have a few more. So you have like 24 hours. How would you not want that shirt? Hamster Farmer of the Year. Yeah. It's of good. the year. It says Casual Peppers on the bottom. Yeah. Go check it out. But yeah. um, today, Cam, we're pretty excited. Yeah, we are. We're going to talk about something as near and dear to my heart. Mm. What it's are we probably really close to your heart, actually. In your pocket. In my pocket. Uh, we're talking about EDC, but specifically extended carry kit. Yeah. So it's your EDC, but... A little bit bigger. Beyond your body, yeah. I like to call yeah. it. Beyond and, I, your body. and as you all know, like I have said multiple times, like I don't carry all of it in my pocket at work. I carry it in my bag, and we'll talk about that. Yeah, we will. So. We're going to talk about a lot of cool stuff. Heck yeah. <clears throat> but before we talk about that cool stuff, we're going to talk about some other cool stuff, kind of like BattleBox. Oh, it I love is Battle Box. the monthly subscription box for men full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, and casual preppers. Each month, BattleBox sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you normally pay. You never know what's in the next box, but here's a sampling of what users received this month. We haven't got this yet, I was going to say. But it's a great box. The Grail Ultra oh, Press yeah. Purifier. Is that the same one we did a long time um, ago? It's a new one. So same is, kind. It's like a coffee press, but it squishes water through a filter. Yep. No ready doubt. To drink. I love it. And then the Mimetic Super Bivy. Ooh. It's like you have a bivy, then you have a super bivy. What's the super bivy? Uh, it's just bigger. Tangent time. Yeah, it's really Good tanning cool. tanning bed. So you got to go check that out. All this badassness starts at just 30 bucks a month. They've shipped almost a million boxes and one Best Men subscription of 2017. Our listeners get a free knife when you sign up at trybattlebox.com slash preppers. So go get a freaking battle box. Okay? Yeah. Can you do that, Cameron? Mm-hmm. Okay. Listener. Reviews starts now. Started listening to learn about public relations. <laughs> it, <laughs> it cut, cut off. It cut yeah. off there. It's prepper prepping preparedness. Prepping. Yeah. Okay. I am not their target audience. Mid fifties, female, living in the suburb suburb <laughs> suburb <laughs> of a major. I'm already kicking it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor pronunciation. <clears throat> um, major. Metropolitan City. I was initially drawn to the podcast because I was new to prepping and other sources of information were too intense and mm -hmm. focused on extreme measures. Cam and Kobe are knowledgeable and realistic and never pretend to be perfect. <clears throat> mm, no. My wife knows that. Their information and suggestions make the ongoing prepping process seem attainable. Nice. However, it's their sense of humor, silly character voices, and ability to laugh at themselves that make me look forward to their next episode. To ah. the, yeah. Uh, thanks for all you do. That's very nice. That was way nice. CJS-T. I'm glad we fit in as weird, you know. Yeah. We didn't fit in normal in your life, but you let us in. You let Thank us you. in, and now we can't get out. <laughs> We're stuck in there. We're in there forever. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. <laughs> if you guys want to be a part of this portion of the podcast, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, leave us a five-star review, and make it awesome. It's a mad, mad world. So Cameron... Man, this 2022 is a crazy, crazy year. It's a um, weird year. Listen to this headline. Okay. Apocalyptic dust storm that killed four and hospitalized thousands in the Middle East could strike Europe this For real? month. Yes. What? The pictures of this thing, it looks like... Is it a big skull with a mouth that just... Yeah, you can kind of... You just have to, like, unfocus your eyes <laughs> and you see it. It's like one of those magic. 3D pictures, magic eye art I've things. spent hours on end and never seen one of those. <laughs> Haven't you? No. No, I can they get them. my eyeball. Oh, let yeah. Me. That bum eye don't... Stupid. It's that old tick wound. <laughs> yeah. Acting up. But <clears throat> listen to this. An apocalyptic dust storm that killed four and hospitalized thousands could hit Europe as early as next week. A number of countries in the Middle East have been suffering from extreme weather caused by climate change, leading to orange-colored dust-laden skies. Wow. Yeah, you know, 
I know it kills people and stuff, but it's cool looking. You know? That's cool. Agent Orange dust. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really, really cool. According to Unilad, in mid-May, a sandstorm blanketed areas in Iraq, Syria, and Iran, and now hospitals are overrun with patients experiencing breathing difficulties. What the crap? Yeah. The Iraqi ministries of health and electricity. Health and electricity? They just put those together? <laughs> That's weird. Well, we make defibrillators and... <laughs> EKGs might as well just health and electricity give you power to your house. That too. just kind of seems like a random thing. That's a to, way random to one. put together. You know, yeah, health, electricity, and gas stations. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what else could you put in there? Yeah, food Candy and water, <laughs> food and sewage treatment, <laughs> food and sewage. Treatment. We work together. Yeah. Um. So they announced a state of emergency due to these things, but like airports have been shut down, all these crazy things, but. It has led to something called blood rain. Wow. For real. That sounds it's, quite cool. Well, and it sounds horrible, but it's really just when it rains, there's so much dust that the rain looks like blood. <laughs> blood rain. It's like, because it's that red dust, nice. you know? So, um, blood rain. Wow. I'd watch that movie, full show. <laughs> blood rain. I would too. <laughs> yeah. Super interesting. Yeah, so anyways, good luck, Middle East. So there's just one big, huge... Just... Cloud that's just moving. Yeah, that hit us in May. It's gonna hit you guys mid June, probably. Watch out! This is like a video game where you see the storm like moving across things. You know, (laughs) it's just like the Jupiter's big red storm that's just moving across the Earth. That's crazy. Pretty nuts, huh? Sounds about right for the time. It does. So, um, recently, you probably all heard that North Korea's kind of kicked up its missile testing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're like, why not? There's a war going on. Well, late recently, mm-hmm. they've discovered that they're preparing to con- to, con- 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 to conduct its seventh nuclear weapon test. Oh, that's nice. The U.S. State Department's special representative, Sung Kim. Lucky number seven. <laughs> told reporters he had no specific information about the exact timing of the test. Oh. It's coming, but I don't know when. <laughs> South Korean media have speculated it could happen by the end of the week. Oh. Some analysts point to June 12th as the potential date. They got three days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? And this juchi is going to be big <laughs> for <laughs> us. <laughs> they better get it done before that freaking dust storm gets them. No. <laughs> it's up there. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I have no idea where it went. <laughs> Satellites can't catch it all that dust storm. <laughs> we sent it up a wave of dust and... I'll be honest, I don't know where it went. <laughs> Can't find it. I'm going to have to send some people out once the storm's gone. <laughs> Wasn't our fault it hit the United States dust storm. <laughs> well, blame us, blame Mother Nature. <laughs> Hell. Yeah, I moved here to Korea from south a couple of years ago. <laughs> I'm working for them now. <laughs> Been in Alabama most of my life. <laughs> I'm working on the nuclear uh, a program over there in North Korea. There's things I learned in the bayou that you Ooh. never learned oh, over yeah. here. Okay. Anyway, um, so yeah, why not, huh? Mm. It's got why not? all kinds of crap going on over there. Why not test out some nukes during? Heck yeah. Why not? Shoot. Yeah. Shoot. Shoot. Why not? <laughs> um, <clears throat> that's fun. Yeah, that's cool. So, Cam, today we're talking about EDC and specifically, we're going to talk about extended carry and like what that is. What it could look like, why you have it, should you have it, what it, you know, all the all the things about it. But we kind of need to start with EDC because there have could to. there could be some newcomers that maybe don't know what EDC means. Yeah. And so uh, let's kind of get into that first. So everyday carry, that's what EDC stands for, everyday carry. So this is the stuff you carry with you every day. If you didn't figure that out, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's in the words. It's in the words that we're saying. So this is gear you keep on you every single day, and you most likely use it every single day. It's super important gear. Most people think of this gear as the stuff that you keep on you when you, when you talk EDC, right? So in your pockets, yeah. maybe you're wearing it, um, maybe it's, you know, I don't, there's so many different ways people do EDC, but. Way, way many ways. Way many ways, you're right. So like, if you go, it's it's just funny what EDC has become. If you go onto like Instagram and you click EDC pocket dump or everyday carry, oh you get these insane like fancy photos of these EDC loadouts, yeah, they're so pretty. Yeah, they're oh my god, super gosh. pretty. They're all like it's EDC geometrical, porn. like 
it yeah. so good. Prepper porn, it's like you've got your a watch and you've got a knife and you've got a wallet and they're all like the exact same color and mm-hmm. freak, they look sexy and you're like, I want to do EDC. But <clears throat> you know what? It doesn't have to be that way. No. So don't be intimidated by those photos. Yeah, some are crazy. Yeah. Like it's insane. six clips for their, you know, Glock. <laughs> and you're just like, know. wow, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's it doesn't need to get that crazy. You just need to think about those things that could be used every day that are going to be functional. You don't have to carry stuff you're not going to be using, right? Mm-hmm. So um, it, it should be serve a purpose that you rely on daily, and it should do it well. You know, if it matches, if it looks pretty, cool. But it doesn't need to be like that. Yeah. Um, it should keep you safe. It should do small tasks. It should carry important things. Maybe even it's a and I said clips. Because I know guns. You do know guns. Um, backup survival items. Those types of things. So generally when people talk about that EDC that they carry on their body, they're talking about, there's there's kind of a list that almost always is included in this. And one yeah. of those is a pocket knife, usually. Um, your wallet. And, and some of this is just so... That question? Uh, I care about. <laughs> you, you care. Well, yeah. Uh, a phone. Your watch. And I don't carry, I don't wear a watch all the time, either. but a watch. Your keys. Um, sometimes this can include your belt, depending yeah. on how you know. It usually does mine. Yes, um, a pen or a tactical pen, and then even some people that goes onto a concealed carry firearm. Yeah. Um, so those are kind of your most basic ED stuff, EDC stuff, and obviously there's eight trillion billion different EDC items, but yeah. those are usually like the core. Um, and many people they they carry this stuff. They don't think of it as EDC. Like my wife carries her wallet and her phone. Well, exactly. Yeah. But, um, she should be, but that doesn't mean she's like, Oh, look at my EDC kit. And she takes out her wallet. And exactly. Her phone down. Like but a lot of people are already carrying EDC. For they sure. are. Yeah, they are, but they're not doing it in an intentional way. But as preppers, sometimes we build this kit more intentionally. Because um, we, we think about those things that are happening every day. Um, and when you build a kit intentionally, it's something that you think about. It continues to evolve. You get better and more functional gear as, exactly. as you're going, right? Which is always good. So, And when you're doing it more intentionally, you're going to make more of an effort to carry it every single day, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> that's It's kinda, weird. You feel naked. Oh, my gosh. Like, without it. You're like, Dude, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, I can't believe I don't have that on me. And, and like, you learn to, you can barely function without it. It's seems so like. true. Like, yeah, like now, if I don't have my knife, if I don't have my phone, I feel like weird. Yeah. Really weird. I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> Got my EDC, but no shirt on. <laughs> yeah. It's almost uh, more I'd rather forget that. I'd rather forget my shirt than my knife and my phone. So, that's your basic EDC. Let's move on to what we're talking about today, which is extended carry or you can even just say edc bag because that's kind of yeah, where we're so headed different ways right to... um who cares about the name doesn't matter what it's made up of we love it as preppers we love all these little names and all these letters that mean things mm-hmm. and so so extended carry we see this cam and i and a lot of different people is usually a, a, a kit that's maybe in a backpack it could be in a messenger bag one of those man purse looking things you know um that's, I mean, I carry mine in a backpack, yep. but again, there, we're going to talk about all the different ways that you can carry this. You can even use small EDC pouches, which I have one right here if you're watching. Um, this is like a VanQuest EDC pouch. Yeah. They're built to make little EDC kits. And most of the time, again, you're not going to carry this on you. Right. I mean, you can, and I've seen people do it. Loop your belt through that top. I'm not joking. I've seen people like do that, or they've put it in that... You know, your cargo short <laughs> pockets, like one of these kits. Like, yeah, no, there's extremes of yes. carrying. But I don't that's think not they consider it extended. I think they're no, just like, this is my EDC. That's their EDC, yeah. So these these patches are great for little small extended EDC kits. You yeah. can put little flashlights and lighters and knives and paracord and things like that in these. And these can be easily stashed in a vehicle <clears throat> or a purse or a backpack. That's or, what's nice. It doesn't, yeah. Like it's organized and it doesn't have to be. Like you can go in just like a bag with one single pocket, like exactly. a messenger bag. Yes. That's why I really like these. And they're they're super mobile. Like I can have it in a backpack one day. I can have it in my truck the next day. I can, if I'm going somewhere with my wife, I can throw it in her purse if I need to. And, I, you know, I have a little kit that comes with me everywhere I go, which is really, really nice. Yeah. So that's why I like these little extended EDC pouches. And they're just fun. They're way nice. They're fun. And if you transition, like you go home, grab your bug out bag. 
Yeah. It's already ready. You just yeah. drop that in there. You can drop it in there, right? Um, so, or this could just live in a in your desk at work or whatever yeah. it is. There's so many different things you can do with these extended carry pouches. They're they're kind of cool. So what what is this extended carry kit? This is gear beyond that on your person EDC gear that we talked about earlier, right? Your knife and things like that. It can include some of those same items, but this is gear that's kind of beyond that because you're not carrying it on your body. Um, and this gear serves several purposes. It may not, it may be gear that you don't need every single day. I've got a lot of stuff in my EDC that I just don't use every day. Yeah. But. Highly useful. Highly useful gear. And probably going to come into play during the week. Yes. That's kind of how I look at it. Yeah, for sure. But it's exactly. not, yeah, you're not using it every day like yeah. your skeletal. Exactly. Or, you know, it could be gear like, like Cam, how Cam uses his, it's sort of a, a work bag slash extended yeah. EDC. Yeah, mine's all in there. If I lost that backpack. It'd be bad. I'm just. You wouldn't, you wouldn't like I'd be it. done. Yeah, but this gear, it could be things you need for work. You know, it could be your laptop. It could be notepads and chargers, and maybe it's even food and some water purifiers, first aid kits, cash, and all the. We're going to talk about all the things that could be in there, but um, <clears throat> that's that's what it could be used yeah. like a work bag. Slash. That's why I like that this extended carry kit because I think it fits people, like yeah. more people, better. I for agree. like all scenarios, a hundred percent. Like agree. their work, their if they work at school, if they work mm -hmm. in a business, like. They don't have to carry all this stuff exactly in their pockets. And you know these kits because I always thought you did. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a very good prepper. I don't it's carry in my pocket all the stuff in my pockets. Yeah, and I do. Like I said, I do think that everybody should do their best to keep some EDC on you at all yeah, times sure. because you just don't know. Um, but this extended carry kit doesn't need to be like that. It could be kept in, in your vehicle. It could be kept at your workplace. It could even be kept at home. Pretty much anywhere where it's going to seem convenient for you. That's where you can keep it. Um, and like I said, these are great for everyday work bags, just like Cam uses his. And he's a smart guy, so you can do what he Most does. Most people carry, yeah, they carry a bag, so just customize it. Yeah, it's just built, This I look at it as a supplement to your everyday life. It's stuff you're not going to use every day, but if it comes up, boy, you're going to be super glad yeah. that you have it. And it could also be, this is the way I really like to look at it too, it's an extra insurance policy it totally is. Um, in case there's an emergency. Yeah. You know, I have this extra pack. Mine is, I use it probably different than some people do. I use mine all of the time as an overnight bag. If I'm yeah. going to Salt Lake uh, for, the, for one night. This always comes with me. Yeah. If I'm going to Salt Lake, or even if I'm going for the day. But e like, uh, we went out like two weeks ago mm -hmm. or something like that. I used my extended EDC kit bag. I took out a few little things, and then I put my clothes in there. I put my toiletries yeah. in there, and I'm ready to go, right? And yep, mine was the same bag. And I feel so much better because I have all I this other gear. I put your clothes in mine, yes, too. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped by later that That's day. That's right. Mostly underwear and socks, <laughs> but we did, Actually, right? you okay if I take some of this stuff? <laughs> but then, yeah, my wife was weirded out about it, but <laughs> you guys are getting real close, and I don't like it. I carry his undies. He carries my undies. <laughs> I then we know. know we can't separate. <laughs> I take a part of him with me, and he takes a part of me with him. <laughs> it's just how it goes. Yep. Um, but I just, I really like this as an overnight bag because I just, I love having that extra gear when I'm out of town, even if it's just for a night. It's like a comfort to me yeah. to have that kind of gear. Well, I think you're like me. We like over prepare yeah. for like road trips. <laughs> it's like you're stuffing all the stuff in there, and like, yeah, it's clearful, and it's not even the actual like yeah. bags for your kids and the mm -hmm. overnight bag for your wife and stuff. You're like, no, this is all my stuff. <laughs> this is just, we just never know. This is just for emergencies. But that like. In those times, you know, you're going up the mountain or something. Like, this is already, like, ready to go. Yep. So you already exactly. you don't have to really prepare a lot. That was the next thing I was going to say. Like, there's all the, there's so many times on a weekend or an evening or something, my dad will call me, hey, you want to run up the mountain and do this? Or, you know, hey, let's go do this. And I'm like, okay. But I, I just grab my extended EDC bag anytime I do that. Yep. Because I just don't know what's going to happen. What if we get stuck out there? What if we go on a longer hike than I think? I've got some gear that can kind of keep me going just in case right like i said it's that insurance policy that i always keep in my vehicle what if i get stranded overnight or if i come into some sort of emergency situation and i don't have my full bug out bag with me this gear is fantastic for that and so let's move on to is this a bug out bag is this a get home bag and the answer is no <clears throat> not necessarily right i don't think this should be confused with a bug out bag or a get home bag usually it doesn't go as far 
as a bug out bag does where it can keep you sustained for 72 hours. It usually doesn't go as far as a get home bag that has all of that gear if you have to do an extended trek home on on foot. Not to say that you... There's crossover. Yeah, not to say that you can't build a hybrid kit if it works for you, if it suits you. Actually, I've been thinking about making a kit kind of similar to my extended EDC, but kind of making it a hybrid get home bag as well. Because that's what I would probably, honestly, because I don't have, right now, I used to have a get home bag in my truck. Right now, I only have this. Yeah. I would probably, so if I, if like when I'm, when I work in Roosevelt, like that's what, 20, 30 miles, 30 miles or so? Something like that. That's made me concerned a little bit more. I'm like, I probably Mm -hmm. need to restructure some of the items in here in case yeah. I break down halfway, like exactly. I can go a little further and I have some, you know, socks and different things like that. Yeah. And so, like we said, this isn't a, a bug out bag. It's not a bug out bag. It's not a get home bag, but it's not to say it couldn't be used that way, depending on what your needs are. Right. And so talking about that, do you need one of these kits? Do you have, should you have an extended EDC kit? I don't know. I, you know, I think everyone who is a prepper anyways should implement an EDC plan because I think it's one of the most important aspects or one of the most important things we talk about as preppers because it's right in the name. It's every day. Yeah. That's the, that's what preparedness is about. It's not about that one little thing that happens, you know, every five or 10 years to people, which is some sort of like a natural disaster emergency. This is being prepared every single day and being ready for those little things that happen all the time. And that's why I think EDC is so important. But do you need to have this extended kit? Not necessarily, but you can look at what your everyday looks like. What are your everyday processes? What is your travel? You know, do you have a long commute? Like Cam was talking about, he now has a long, com- a longer commute twice a week. Mm-hmm. And so now he's kind of considering this extended EDC kit. Should it be a get home? Um, that That's something to look at. Are you in one of those areas that's prone to natural disasters all the time, then I think, yeah, you should probably look at an extended EDC kit and have some extra gear with you. Sure. Um, you know, what is your what is your job? What does your occupation look like? Are you always using, like, tons of different gear? Do you always have a, a laptop? Do you always have all these little, you know, gadgets that you need to use? Why not build a kit that kind of helps you include all that stuff plus a few other little things, yeah. you know? I think that's, that's a great way to look at an extended EDC. Um, do you take last minute trips, hikes, excursions? These are nice to have for that. Or are you just one of those people that are a little more nervous? Yeah. You, you like to have more gear just in case. Who knows yeah. what might happen? And I, you know, I'm just kind of that way for me a little bit. I just like to have it as my little insurance policy in the right. truck just in case I need it, you know? Um, and then also the other aspect of it for me is doing what we do with this podcast. We get so much gear. We, we do. Freaking, we do a crap ton of gear. And so I've always got new stuff coming in. I've always got like a surplus of EDC gear. So I'm like, why? It doesn't make any sense for me not to have to a make kit. this extra kit. Yet. This ha- because there's, we just have so much. Of I was it. just going to say like part of my kit developed over time of just being obsessed with having certain parts of gear, but I'm like, I can't carry like I can't have that in <laughs> yeah, my pocket, but exactly. I don't want to not have it with me. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm just going to have it in my backpack. And yeah, and that just ended up turning into my, you know, extended EDC kit. So. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of an overview of that extended EDC kit, um, EDC yeah, yeah, in general. Yeah, it's great to, like, break it down like yeah. that. There's, like you said, there's crossover, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not like you, like, oh, I got my EDC bag, but I don't have my get home kit. Yeah. You should work on that or mm-hmm. you customize and tweak it a little bit. Yeah. We get really like, sometimes as preppers, we get real like, well, this is the get home bag. Mm-hmm. This is the bug out bag. Like it doesn't need Do. to be that yeah. way. Like you don't have to be some, some people are such sticklers on yeah. like, what's it called? What that is, is it? not what you think it is. Yeah. It's like, well, hell it's gear. Yeah. Right. And most of the gear has crossover. There's like these little tiny portions of each kit that need to <laughs> right. be adjusted, right? Yeah. So yeah, you don't don't look at it as black and white. There's a lot of gray area, right? So and the extended falls very much into that gray for sure. Of like, yeah. So um, when it comes to the bag itself, mm-hmm. like deciding what kind of bag, and there's a lot of different things to consider when you're doing that mm-hmm. with this. Maybe it's a backpack, which is probably the most common one to mm-hmm. to have as your extended EDC. Sling bags are great. Mm-hmm. They're really good for this because they're not super bulky, big. You can get most of the EDC gear that you like and can use into that kit. Yeah, and I used to. That's how I used to have mine. Was a sling. a sling? I did sling too. Bag. I did too, actually. But I, I ended up. I don't know. Sling bags for some reason. I don't like the way they 
fit on me. Like I always feel awkward. There's things with them I hate when they're like clicked on. Yeah, like they feel great. Yeah, but like if you get it in your truck and just throw it over your shoulder, it's like what the which way is this supposed to go? It won't stay on your shoulder that way. Yeah, that drives me nuts. And and um yeah, just the fact like you can't you're not supporting the weight very well. So that's why Mm -hmm. like sling plat sling plaques. Mm -hmm. You have you ever had sling plaque? They're great. They just like hang on your wall. I got some on my teeth. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to get a root canal. You, you want to get rid much, of that nasty sling plaque? You got a lot of sling plaque across <laughs> your teeth. But the sling bag is, um, it's a cool like kit that, you, you know, you should try and see if you like it. Yeah, but sure. I wasn't, I wasn't a super fan. I have what? like two or three and I have one like packed full of stuff just because mm. I can. <laughs> yeah. But I don't take it with me all the time. So my my get home bag used to be a sling pack. Yeah, a bigger. That's the one that was in my stock. car. Yeah, Actually, I think it still is. You oh it yeah, is, we had the it same is still one. Still a huh? sling bag. Yeah, the, it was it was a three V. Mm-hmm. Which one? What was it called? The outlaw. Outlaw. Yep. Outlaw. Yeah. Outlaw two. I think. Is what it's it so was. it you know those aren't bad bags, but <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, something about it. Just and there's some issues. I'll talk with yeah. like some of the things to consider there. Mm-hmm. Um, a fanny pack. Yeah, you know those. Like, those are coming. Going to a park or something. Hey, your fanny pack could be your EDC pack. They're coming back, man. They are coming back. They're coming back on your fanny. For sure. Yeah. But most people wear them on their belly. They do. Like, Doesn't what? make any sense. I don't get it. That's so true. I don't know why. Um, a messenger bag. That's just like the single sleeve. You slide a laptop and some documents and stuff in. Yeah. Those are nice. Um, like I, I use one of those in school a lot. But um, again, the you've got one single strap if you're putting much weight in there. Yeah. It, like... Depends on your job. And, that and I might always think with those better. ones, those ones that have a single strap, at least with a backpack, if one strap breaks, I have another That's strap. That's true. I another one, you're going to be carrying it with a briefcase. Yeah, I don't know what you're going to do. It's going to suck. Yeah. I always feel like at least I have two straps. I can sling it over one side yeah. if I need to. The only pro oh. with those is like you can swing it around and, and yes. get your stuff out easily and not have to like adjust your backpack. You're right. Yeah. That's about it. Um, a briefcase, that's old school. Mm. You know, you carry your Samsonite around. That's right. If you're a CEO, maybe that's your, you know, maybe you're a big deal. And so you can handcuff it to you. Yeah. You know, you can look legit with <laughs> Did that. Did you ever see the Seinfeld where Kramer gets a fake job at, a, at an office and he's carrying a briefcase? Like, did you I don't see think that so, no. Uh-uh. And Jerry's like, what do you got in your briefcase? Crackers. <laughs> That's all he's got in there. So crackers. Just looks like the, yeah. he fits the part. <laughs> and he shows him at lunch opening his briefcase and eating his Ritz crackers. It's <laughs> the best. No, I uh, every time I think about briefcase, that's what I think about <laughs> is that episode. Oh, man. It's the best. So, yeah. Um, briefcase. But they are, I mean, there's a lot of awesome mm-hmm. things about a briefcase. Sure. They like, can lock. Super durable. And they lock like, yeah, they're locked. Your security is probably the best with a briefcase. Mm-hmm. Um and then maybe you just have the EDC pouch like you were talking about. Yeah. You know, you just throw it into different types of bags or um, put it in your cargo pants And pocket. they make a lot of different sizes of these, too. Like, this is one of the smaller ones, but they make bigger pouch- yeah. pouches that are like this. And there's a couple of brands. I don't know if you're going to talk about those, but there's a couple of brands that do no, this really well. I don't really think I well. specifically on that. Vanquist is the one that Cam and I have used pretty frequently, but Maxpedition does the same thing. And I don't know if, like, 511 makes them as well, but... They're That's what I have in my bag to organize my gear. Like the pouches. My one front pocket is yeah, yeah a Vinquist one. Mm-hmm. So um, but yeah, you gotta like those are there's a lot of other types, but yeah. those are some of the more common types of bags to use. And you gotta break those down into what's your purpose, mm-hmm. how does it fit into your work environment? Sometimes backpacks look too childish and millennial. Yeah. But they are probably the more common thing. And also, like Kobe said, you got an extra strap if one breaks, plus supporting weight, running with it, the backpack is going to be, They're the most in my opinion, superior. They're the most comfortable, yeah. I think. And so I do. I carry, um, mine's a 3V gear backpack, and um, and I'll talk a little bit more about backpack type and selection mm-hmm. and things like that. So, but, and, and some of the features to consider when you're looking at a bag, whether it be one of those types that we talked about, work and location appropriate, mm-hmm. you know, mine's a little weird, like carrying into the clinic, sure. it's all like kind of uh, tactical looking. It's got Molly webbing on the back and everything like that, but I don't care. You know, I'm yeah. in a rural town. I can do what I want. You got to use one of those, um, the Faraday ones that we've got. They're like very, very They're like gray man. modern looking. They are. Yeah. That would work great. I've tried all kinds of different backpacks and this mm-hmm. one's just been nice for the compartments, the 3V yeah. gear backpack. Um, and it's, and it's affordable and pretty durable. Yeah. Comfort, obviously, like mm-hmm. 
those straps, you got to think about if you're going to be, it may, it may become the only bag you have to get home. Like, yeah, yeah you have your get home bag and, and things like that, but can't get your car or it's unsafe to go back to the parking lot mm-hmm. or anything. So you're going to be glad you have that and you're going to want to have something that's comfortable to travel all the way home and carry even more. Maybe you're going to throw some water in from work or something yeah. like that. Um, organization, like that's a big thing for me is like having different pockets and little, you know, rubber, what is it? The little elastic band organizers that mm-hmm. are in there. They just make it nice for flashlights and pins and knives. Um, and if you don't have that, it, it's not crucial because you can use like the Vanquist thing. So yeah, I just I love organization too, especially with EDC because it feels like you have so many different little things, little too. things. Yeah. And so it's like you want to know where they're at and how to yep. get to them. You know, um, bag security. So mm. that's another thing is you know like backpacks. The only problem is they're on your back, you can't see them, yeah. and somebody could easily just zip open a back pocket if you don't have anything to secure. You could it. do like back like zip locks. Yeah. Uh, so, zipper locks. Yeah. Or you know, like money, you can have one of those sprayers open it up. For sure, yeah. Spray those bank things. paint things. I wish you could, like, get those easily. It'd be pretty fun. But, yeah, a lot of people do, like, when they're traveling, they have zipper locks that they use. So oh, you zipper locks. Zipper locks. Like zip lock. I know. I, I said Ziploc, but <laughs> I th- they're thinking there's a brand called Ziploc yeah, or something. Yeah, that's, Like, but, if you're traveling, you should do that yeah. anyway. So you can you can lock your... people all the time just, like, yeah. can get through there. Mm-hmm. Um, other things to, to consider are like RFID protection sleeves yeah. and pockets. Like they have a whole backpack that's protected that way. So mm-hmm. people can't come right up and just scan the back of your, and if you have a wallet back there, which I, from time to time will carry my wallet in my backpack. Yeah. They could just, luckily I have a wallet that does protect me from that. But, um, Faraday, something that's going to protect from possibly an EMP strike, like mm-hmm. you have it in your backpack, it's going to protect batteries and phones and things like that so those are a lot of different features to look into when you're building your extended carry kit um so for me like i work in a clinic and i from time to time i've i have like a a pocket pin that i'll use looking at people's mouse and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and there's been times when i've like pulled that out and it's actually a knife i'm like now it's awkward (laughs) so i don't always carry uh a a knife on me which is kind of awkward Cause I do every yeah. day outside of work, but I carry a backpack that has all that stuff in there. I have a flip knife and I have a tact- tactical pin and all that stuff, stuff mm-hmm. that I can't carry in my slacks. Yeah. And so that's where like certain environments and certain places aren't going to let you or have you carry those things. You know, maybe you work in a lab and scrubs and white coat. You can't, you can't carry your EDC gear. So mm-hmm. you're going to want to build a kit like this that Kobe kind of talked about earlier. Um, and then the other thing is like size. Size matters. Size matters. It sure does. Yeah. Building a big backpack full of a ton of EDC gear can be easy because it's like the coolest gear for preparation. It really is Like EDC is like my favorite. Yeah. Um, And you may, just like I've done before with a bug out bag, you kind of start to breach into like the inch bag. Whereas like an EDC, you're starting to like move into more of a bug out or a get home. So it gets tricky. You got to, you got to learn how to like find something that's, Small enough and convenient enough to kind of carry just like really you've got to use that gear and understand what is most valuable to you Mm -hmm. that you use once or twice a week or every day. I've, I've found like my, um, all kinds of different little screwdriver kits come in so handy. Yeah, I'm not going to carry that on me. Yeah. Some of them have belt clips, but I'm not going to be carrying a screwdriver kit. Mm -hmm. So, um, the other thing to consider is, uh, like depending on again the profession and stuff is is what you can and can't carry into like maybe you work in the city in a high-rise tower and you have to go through security and all that stuff Mm -hmm. what stuff's going to fly that way and if it isn't like where is it going to be most conveniently located that you're comfortable leaving it and having the ability to get to it if you work out in the field like in an oil field or something like that you're obviously probably going to have a bigger kit not just to get home but I bet you're using tons more tools out yeah. there in the field. So those are some like features to consider when you're looking at both the bag and where you work, what you're able to carry and how discreet you want to be about it. Mm-hmm. Like gray man comes into play if you're working in the city and you're having to always have that backpack on backpack on. If it looks all tactical, yeah, you know, they're going to know that there's some probably, I think that's where like, you know, a messenger bag might, 
look more natural. It, yeah, it fits in with the know? environment. You're not going to stand yeah. out as much. Um, speaking of cities and crime, mm-hmm. cybercrime is a horrible thing. I hate it. I hate it, all the cybercrime in the whole world. It's becoming more and more problematic, mm-hmm. super common. I mean, governments and places are being taken down by cybercrime. You, yourself, individually, mm-hmm. can protect all of your stuff online if you use Surfshark. It's a VPN that takes you to a server in a different location so they can't track it and trace it back to your computer. So you're going online, total gray man. You can go and click on all the links you want. Yeah, everything. It's not going to trace back to you. <laughs> yeah. You could still get viruses. Mm-hmm. But um, I like it because it's like extremely easy to use. One subscription allows any of your computer in your house, like your laptop, your PC, your your tower. Your fridge. Your fridge. Yeah, seriously. Like all those things. Air fryer. I just was reading something about VTech getting hacked. Oh, really? So Jeez. if you get something like Surfshark, you can put it into your server or yeah. your, uh, sorry, your router. And basically everything that connects is just going to go through Surfshark's protection anyway. Yeah, that's cool. And it's the most affordable and simplest to use, in my opinion. You can get 24 months plus an extra three with our code Casual Preppers. That's less than 60 bucks for 27 full months of cyber protection. Beautiful. You ain't going to beat it. If you don't even know what it's all about, you can try it for 30 days and get your money back. Mm-hmm. I love them. They're great. I wish they were part of my family. Absolutely. But you can, seriously, I, I highly encourage all of you to try it out because people's information gets stolen on the minute yes all the time right now and so stolen if you're if you're a traveler especially airports uh public wi-fi definitely Mm -hmm. you're gonna want to use a vpn for sure so check them out use our code casual preppers get you a huge old surfshark.deal slash casual preppers we should have a link actually in the show notes if you want to check that out. yeah we should so cam let's talk about the the thing that everybody wants to talk about and that is content what is the content of these kits what do you put in in into an extended what can you put in yeah you know so i kind of just mixed in the common edc gear Mm -hmm. along with like some of the more specific i think that's good aren't easy to carry along with you every day yeah obviously your phone Mm -hmm. communication super important uh finances you're connected to them with your phone podcasts podcasts subscription to our podcast Mm -hmm. specifically is Mm -hmm. a must and go do it right now Mm -hmm. i'm sure you already have to listen to this um but like uh you've got games you got entertainment you got ways to video record you got a flashlight like your phone is huge for your compass compass leveler (laughs) yeah yeah man it's awesome. It's awesome. So um, when I think about my phone, I think about ways to keep my phone operating. Okay. Like, uh, one, I have a little phone sleeve that's an ED, or a Faraday one. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to drop it in there right when the EMP hits because <laughs> yeah. that'll be too late. It's coming. But if I'm traveling through, like, and you can't have your phone, like, you're going through security, I always slide it in that sleeve. Yeah. And so, and the other thing is, charge like i carry with me a survival frog uh battery pack because it can it's solar powered it can charge other devices and it's wireless charging such it's like that, my that's favorite. in mine too it's such a nice it and it has mine. two little carabiner clips mm-hmm. that you can just you know if you're if you're walking down the street that's a song isn't it i'm pretty sure <laughs> part of a song down on a corner you just clip it to your backpack and let it hang in the solar panels let charging. it all hang out let him <laughs> Not just your solar panels. Yeah. Let it all hang Let out. it all hang Let out. Let it breathe. Survival frog. Let it, Let it all hang out. <laughs> that's what they should I know, I really should. Man, that's catchy. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, your phone and then everything to kind of keep it working yeah. properly. Um, the other thing that I carry with me is uh, an interchangeable USB charger. Yeah. Like it has all kinds of different little extensions on it. So if you have an Apple exclusive to freaking lightning mm-hmm. then you have uh micro usb which was the worst design ever and then um USB-C. usb-c it's nice you just got this one little short stick that will go into any usb port. you got a little short stick that'll go into i do any port. it fits you know I, t- I keep it right close to my short stick yeah uh-huh. so yeah um another thing is earbuds you know you can blend in with them, just wear them and walk around and be completely discreet. Yeah. Um, but I like them too because it can free up your hands if you're working on your car or you're yeah. out and about or it's in the middle of the night and you're using a flashlight. Or you're fighting somebody. 
Yeah, you gotta have those hands. Not not just like music stuff, but like communicating with somebody while your hands yeah, are free. Exactly. Um, sunglasses keep those eyes protected. Yeah, I got look gray, man. I always have my sunglasses, man. Got to, you got to. Yeah. So uh, the other thing's a wallet. Um, if you don't carry it on you and you stick it in your bag, you probably want to have it in a, a good case that's RFID protected. Mm-hmm. I love the. Is it Django? What are we using? Dango. Dango. Is that the movie? The Django. Django. Un- or yeah. Or what was it? It's also a name. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, I like there's a lot. I actually have two. One. Yeah, in, I do too. In my backpack that has some like uh, store cards, uh-huh. like Lowe's and stuff like that. Yeah. That one's in my backpack, and then I carry the other one on me. But all of them are RFID. Protected. Yeah. The, uh, that Dango wallet, wallet is the best wallet I've it ever is. used. I, I love, love it. it. Yeah. Yep. It's good. Um, keychains. I have a little keychain. Um, it's actually a bunch of little teeny, like S shaped carabiner type things. Mm-hmm. So it keeps all of my keys organized in my backpack. And like those are super nice. I even have USB drives connected to it with yeah. important information. I used to have a nice little rugged, it was like the rugged something, and it, it broke on me. So I haven't got back to it, but I still keep um, like a little tool. Like I, at work, I'm always, always taking on and off. Um, tripod plates and so on my keychain here i've got this little like flathead screwdriver yeah. that i use like seriously almost every single day but again that's like the epitome of my other keys and I can't the epitome of edc is something that you have on you that you're using every single day and it's like this little tiny tool has saved my bacon so many times because if you're out there and you can't find a flathead and you can't get um, oh my gosh you can't so get annoying. the the thing off what do you do so, but i always have my keys on me and yeah. so this is this has been like one of my favorite little edc items you know? i had another one too that was kind of similar that would open it was in the shape of a key mm-hmm. but then it had a little serrated yeah. knife edge and yeah. then it had a fit like a flat blade sog screw. makes one that just might like been, it yeah. might have been a sog one yeah but yeah so i have this this little key chain organizer it has all these little s shape it's made by is it night eyes oh night eyes yeah i really like that one yeah probably lose those keys because i didn't hook them back up <laughs> yeah probably so yeah um then you've got a knife obviously mm-hmm. i carry my little flip blade edc knife in there mm-hmm. when i can't carry it in my pants but carry it in your pants <laughs> got it. um you gotta carry it in your pants but i also have like a, a stronger fixed blade knife yeah in the bottom of my backpack i i have the same with me too actually because then you never know you like no. if you're traveling through having to cut cordage like it's hard with those little edc knives mm-hmm. they work but if you're gonna, yeah. If you want, if you can do a situation, on, yeah, that's more survival. You're gonna want to fix. Since blade. I already have this kit, yeah. it's like I'm gonna throw in a, a, mm-hmm. a more durable, larger blade. Tools, Leatherman multi tool, obviously, mm-hmm. and I actually I have a little screwdriver kit that I've carried forever that we got from somewhere. It's an EDC mm-hmm. one. Yeah, it's the one that like fits on your belt if you want to. It slides out. It looks like a buckle. Yeah. Almost. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that. That yeah. one's cool because you can really torque on the different like bolts and stuff because it it's like there's one that's a t-blade shape too like you, you slide the two together anyway um a screwdriver kit is essential like yes. like you i'm always working on computers or fixing a chair or some garbage some stupid thing yeah and so if i don't have my multi-tool on me uh, i usually have it in my backpack yep. and a screwdriver kit fire starting you never know so yep. a lighter is easy to carry it big is. lighter is not you know i have like and this might be overkill, but I have like three or four ways to start a fire in my extended EDC kit. I mean, it just doesn't take up that much space. Yeah, I've got a little plasma lighter. I've got a regular Bic lighter. I've got um, I've got the what is it the uh, the one that's in the little tin thing that you can push back and forth. Oh yeah, that has the uh, what the hell's that called? Um, I can't live fire, or, live fire yeah. thing, yeah. And then I have another just little bushcraft so small. Kit. Yeah, they're so, so small they take up no room whatsoever. So you got the item to start the fire and a little bit of a fire starter. Exactly. Yeah. And those there's so many different ones. Even like the Smiths make the little mm-hmm. um, that you can just the cut up a bunch of tinder. Or, yeah, tinder. It looks mm-hmm. like a little cheese grater. Yep. All these different ways. It's easy to throw that in your extended carry. Yeah. A light, obviously. I have mm-hmm. an obsession with this. Like, mm-hmm. I have, like, five flashlights in my backpack, only mm-hmm. because I'm like, this one's small, I like this one. Yeah. This one's brighter, has a straight beam. This one's more of a flood. Like, yeah. you can go overkill with these. But, but it's like, I have a little tiny O-light in this little pouch. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's so many, like, I, I love flashlights, and, yeah. like, I have a bigger one that has a bigger, like, I think it's, like, 5,000, no, it's 4,000 lumen mm-hmm. that i don't use very often but then i have a bunch of little small pen lights yeah and the big thing with those is uh you're gonna want one that can charge from the device itself 
Yeah. Like you can plug in a USB-C. You don't have to be mm. looking for batteries. Exactly. Or the battery has that on there too. Yeah, cause some of them do. That's a big thing for me is having one that has a USB-C charging port mm-hmm. on the side or on the light so you can just keep charging it with your battery pack. Pen, writing utensils, paper, stuff like that is, yep. is always useful for all kinds of different reasons. Um, USB charger, like I said, is is a big must for me. It's having different ways to charge devices or access drives and things like that. Yep. I'm always accessing drives. You are. <laughs> Trying to get into it. You're a drive accessor, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, a handkerchief. Yeah. Or I, I carry a gator it, mm. cause just to protect my face from people so they don't know who I am <laughs> and ask me just weird everywhere. medical questions. Yeah. Oh, he's cautious about COVID has nothing to do with that. Just I just don't, don't look at want me. you to know who I am. I know you by your eyes, boy. <laughs> I wear contact, just solid white. <laughs> What's going on there? That guy's creepy. Yeah. Gator and COVID white got eyes. both his eyeballs. <laughs> um, but like a handkerchief has a lot more uses medically. But sure. anything to kind of give you a little bit. Toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yep. Duct tape the sides. I always thought it was such a dumb thing with the handkerchief. They blow their nose and put it right back in their pocket. It's like. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's like, come on. You wipe your butt and put it back in your pocket. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want my nose running, but everybody yeah. else can get this. This is my handkerchief. <clears throat> don't. <laughs> <laughs> the way you looked at me when you did that, <laughs> now you're burping on the it podcast. Snuck, it snuck up on me. <laughs> did it? Oh, man, I get excited talking about handkerchiefs. You do, man. <laughs> Woo-wee, handkerchiefs. <laughs> um, but yeah, like something to cover your mouth from dust, debris. You never know. That big, dust storm. That big orange blood. Blood rain. Blood rain. It's coming. Yeah. You're going to want something to cover your face. Um, blood raining out there. Be careful. <laughs> We got blood rain coming in from the south. Temperatures are going to drop. Right through the Middle degrees. East, we got some blood rain storms. <laughs> Tornadoes and blood rain. Oh, man. Everybody stay safe out there. <laughs> stay inside. Um, Food. Got to have a little snack in there. What about meds? Did you want to talk about that at all? Did I skip them? Yeah. I would have come back there. <laughs> it's the most important part. It sure is. Um, Yeah, okay. I'll talk about it. Okay. Uh, maybe you're dependent on, maybe you got to take that nitroglycerin. For your, yeah. you know, narrow heart arteries, mm-hmm. um, or blood pressure medicine, or anxiety medicine, whatever. I have a pill thing in there just for all my diarrhea issues, mm-hmm. no, or constipation, or just for my kids to put them to sleep. <laughs> well, that's funny because like I, I have a hard time sleeping when I'm not at home, so yeah. I always have a couple of my little right. night night pills in there just yeah. in case. I have ibuprofen, Tylenol, yes. allergy medicines, usually a stomach medicine, mm-hmm. and I just get one of those pill organizers and throw it in my bag. Yep. And so that's obviously not easy to carry on you all the time. But <laughs> I in keep your... one in my pocket like Tic Tacs. <laughs> Sounds like I got Tic Tacs <laughs> in there, <laughs> but it's Ambien. And... I never know when I need to go to sleep. <laughs> What time is it? One o'clock? Yeah, it's time for a nap. <laughs> get out my Tic Tac. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm going to pre... I'm going to get ready for bed at about four. Yeah, it take a while to kick in. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, over-the-counter meds for, mm. for treatment, and then maybe you have some dependent medication issues. Yeah, the thing is, you just don't know what's going to happen during the day. Yeah. Where are you going to be? What if you get stuck somewhere overnight? You need your meds. Yeah. Fudge. You don't have your I meds. would say, like, honestly, it's probably the best for, like, an EDC or extended carry. If you have medicines you take regularly, mm-hmm. you have a week's worth in your... That's probably a good idea. At least... At least one have to two one. weeks. At least have a day's worth. No kidding. At least. And that's easy. Like, you can throw it in a little Ziploc bag. Yeah. Even if you don't, like, I'm not going to use this. It's in there, though. Yeah, exactly. Like, you get, you're going to be one short. Yeah. During the month. It's, exactly. You're not going to die. Um, Maybe. You could. <laughs> you could die. Certain medicines. Yeah. I Depends say. on, yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe not. And the other big thing is is to go along with medications and stuff is hygiene. Yeah. Like I have toothbrush, I have toothpaste, and dental floss. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing, nothing worse than going out there and having a piece of corn stuck in your uh, tooth. It's horrible. Eating a piece of jerky and it's wedged in your tooth, you might as well just shoot me in the head. I'm done. Yep. Didn't prep for I'm this. Try and sneak around when you're sucking at your teeth all night long. <laughs> People hate that. Laying in your tent trying to listen for stuff and you're like... <laughs> yeah. yeah you don't want that dental floss but it has grisham. a lot of other uses too um and then i have just a tiny little like 
kit full of some bandages. Sometimes the rolls are like really big, like the gauze or tape and yeah. stuff like that. So I'll just take it off. Like Coban's nice because you can take it off and you just fold it in half. Mm-hmm. And then you just got like a, a thin piece of Coban or wrap mm-hmm. in your backpack that isn't going to take up any space. Um, the other thing is food. Obviously, you're going to want either MRE or a snack. Yeah. 24 hours, you may not be able to get to a bag or a location or whatever. So I usually have something to kind of hold me over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can fast for 24 hours. You'll be fine. But why not have some snack in there? Yeah, you need some calories yeah. or something. Maybe you got Tums. That would be good enough. Mm. Um, and I have a water filter. Yep. So your minis are tiny. Mm-hmm. One of those down in the bottom. Sometimes an inline of certain backpacks. So you can just have it already ready to go. Yep. So got to have a water filter. Or water, like a little bottle full of water filtration, water purification tabs. Mm-hmm. Paracord. You can see, like, all this, you can't carry all this stuff on you. And this sounds like a lot, but really, my backpack Dude. does not weigh that much. Mine doesn't either. Like, mine's like, half empty. Maybe 15, but maybe Mine's half pounds. empty for a reason. That way, I can throw my clothes in yeah. there and still use it, I've right? The two main pockets completely empty yeah. because I'll stick my backpack in there and some documents from work. Mm-hmm. But all the front small pockets are full of this stuff. It's not that as much stuff as you yeah. think. I'm sure posting on TikTok, people will think you need... Are you carrying around a fly, a radio flyer all day? <laughs> uh, I know. It's just like, you go to small business loan to buy all it's this stuff? It's funny because they make all these comments, and I guarantee they're not doing any of it. So oh, it's I know. Like, yeah, yeah. Thanks for the comment. Yeah, thanks. You're not even going to try. Appreciate the input, buddy. Yeah. So we may have to have a little episode on these I know. geniuses. Um, and then the weapon. Yeah. I have the fixed blade. Um, if I go camping or I'm going up in the mountains, I will throw my nine millimeter in there, mm-hmm. but I don't carry it regularly in town, I don't to church, either. things like that. A lot of people find that odd that we don't, but we don't. A lot don't. of people do. And I understand like if you feel comfortable and you want to carry your weapon with you all the time, that's yeah. fine. I have, I do carry pepper spray. I do have a gun, a truck gun. What's that? <laughs> like gun a 50 I keep cal my mount? Tr- no. <laughs> I have a nine millimeter I keep in my truck all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, true. I have I have one in so uh, that's our, I our just pilot. don't. Yes, I just honey, don't have it in there, but you'll never find. <laughs> but it. But I don't have it on me all the time. So. Right, but yeah, that's a really good w- place to put it is in one of these kits. Mm-hmm. So um, that I mean that pretty much summed up all the things that I have carried yeah. in that I have in my extended carry. Here's another like just some online. You know, they have wallet, portable, a knife, keys, business card, pen, uh, pen. I don't know why the business card's in. Package of wet napkins or wet wipes, earbuds, chapstick, notebook, magazine, watertight plastic bag. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. I don't have like a Ziploc bag or something yeah. to keep stuff. You never know a good cross couple rivers to get home. Mm. Or never a monsoon or blood rain. Never cross the streams. Never cross streams. And um, two pick, you know, yeah. Smith & Wesson pistols. So those are those, like, it's just an, a, a way to carry... A little more, mm-hmm. but not like overdo it. You don't need to build a bug out bag to take to and from work every day. No, you definitely don't. You can carry just more of the survival gear for like a 24 hour period that's going to give you a heads, you know, it's going to give you a head start on that survival scenario. Exactly. And I just wrote down a few other oh, things. Oh, and then cash. I didn't put cash yes, in there, cash. but I usually carry cash somewhere in my backpack. You'll yes. never find it. I, no way. Sewn in. <laughs> so I can't get to <laughs> you it. You can't even get to it. I wrote down just a couple of no, uh, good. extra things that I keep in my kit. I kind of went through it and just wrote a few things down. So obviously I keep a multi-tool in there. Cam already talked about that. I also keep some like hydration drink mixes oh, yeah, or some energy booster type stuff. Just to to mix in some water. Mix in some water and I've got some some energy or some vitamin C or caffeine or whatever it is, you know. I do have a little tiny survival guide in here. They're actually called tiny survival oh, guides. Oh, you do? Right in this and it, may, it takes literally no space whatsoever. That's and sweet. it's like 10 or 15 pages of survival info. Um, I keep a shit kit in here. Like mm. the the literal shit kits that come with toilet paper, yeah. hand sanitizer, <laughs> and, and a I have bag. a couple of those in the car. Yeah. I need to just throw it in the bag. They're nice to have, you know. I have a little uh, small knife. I use a strap. Yeah, for sure. Use my belt. <laughs> I got felt on one side. <laughs> felt belt for going to the bathroom. The felt belt for all your IBS issues. <laughs> and you just take off that layer, throw it away. <laughs> Has like thirty layers of felt. It That's just, not a bad idea. It just has like a plastic runner. Yeah. <laughs> you just scrape it all off. That's not a bad Slide idea. Slide it back. Um, a small <laughs> knife sharpener I keep in there. And I mean, it's tiny. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So it's a little tiny knife sharpener that also has like some- it's knife sharpener. You don't know how to use your knife, then nah, if you no, need to sharpen it. so dumb. Um, duct tape. 
I keep oh, yeah. I keep a little thing of uh, duct tape in there, not the roll, but it comes in like a it's like an EDC duct yeah, tape. Yeah, isn't it folded? It's flat. Yeah, I think that came from uh, Wazoo Gear. Could yeah. be. Yeah, but those are nice. Nice yeah. to have. I keep like some Epic wipes or some Dude wipes in there as well, which just always come in handy. I do have some uh, AA batteries. These are the USB rechargeable. I carried those for a long time. They're nice to have. I probably need to put them. You back. just never know. Hand warmers. Super, oh, yeah. super nice to have. Come winter time. You one know. of those Zippo ones we just got. Yeah, that's nice Charge too. Yeah. And it'll warm that's your hands. yeah, that's a great idea. I keep Cholula packets. <laughs> that makes a lot of because sense. again, it has to be stuff that you're using, and I use those all the time. Actually, mine just expired. I need to get some more. Does it expire? It does. I'm yeah, sure. it does. I don't think so. Well, it says it does. It's liquid. <laughs> liquid scares me with uh, expiration. So, those, um, uh, ketchup packets are pure sugar. Yeah, and no, they don't true, expire. Yeah. Um, I have some Ripac stuff. So this is the uh, no water oh, teeth powder. Oh yeah, I haven't used those. So basically, it's these little um, pouches of this powder that you just dump in your mouth and swish around. Do you carry toothbrush at all? No, With, I don't. You just use those? not in my EDC. Bag. Oh yeah, nice. I don't. I have a little tiny one, so it's not a bad idea just to keep a toothbrush. That, but that's cool. I forgot about those. But we got those, and I'm like, I'm just gonna. No, keep I'm glad them you made there. that list because this is different from yeah. stuff I carry. Um. I also have two nutrient survival on the go pouches in my EDC bag. Again, if you're going to need some food one day, why not have something that's like nice? It's good. So I've got like some eggs and I've got, I think, a home style scramble or something. Again, how you cooking that? I don't know. I'm going to figure it out. (laughs) Really, all you need is water. You do. When it comes down to warm water, even just cold water. Even if it's cold, I can still eat it. It's dehydrated. Yep. So um, that's something. I got some zip ties in there. That's true. You don't even need to warm it up. Never know. When you're going to need a zip tie, uh, I have a USB drive. Again, that's just um, just in case. In my dangle wall, in my first aid kit, I have a first aid kit that I keep in there as well. Yeah, you know? yeah. Mine's all kind of like packed into a little pocket. Well, it's in actually that Vanquist one. Mm-hmm. It has like a few band aids that the Coban and some ointments. Cam's all cure all. Cure all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. No, that's sweet. Um, yeah. But some unique items that you could consider putting into an extended carry is they have bulletproof inserts. For the backpack itself. For the backpack or yeah. even one that fits like the shape of like a messenger bag. Yeah. I mean, if you could protect your heart and your face, just hold it right there. Take a few bullets, maybe. Crotch. Yeah. <laughs> Put the slip cock in there. The slip cock, that's right. <laughs> no, spit cock. Oh, that's, that's what, what it was. It. That's yeah. what it was. Um, no, the a silcock. Uh, isn't it Silcock? Silcock key, yeah. The one to open uh, valves and stuff mm-hmm. on buildings. That's pretty small to throw in. I've had that at times. It's, I think it's in my vehicle kit now, but yeah. it's not a bad one to throw in there. And then gloves. I don't always carry gloves with me, but they're usually in my vehicle or something like that. But that's something you could put in there. I do. We idea. got a set of tactical gloves from something, so I keep them they in my really kit. They have really light ones. Lightweight ones. Yeah. Is that the ones you got? I think so. Because they have some that aren't like big strap on. Mm-hmm. You know. No yeah. one wants, no one needs to be carrying that around. I don't want to keep that in your EDC yeah. kit. Yeah. But anyways, um, so those are just some unique things you could add. And there's a ton of, ton of things you could put in there, but. Oh yeah. yeah. It's never ending. If you're addicted to EDC, making one of these kits is the easiest thing in the world. And it's fun. Yeah. Again, prepping yeah. should be fun. And you'll see through the week, you're like, you'll use something and you're like, eh, I, I like that other thing better. Mm-hmm. Or. I need this. I need the screwdriver all the time, so that just becomes part of your kit. So, and I'm not lying. There's a bunch of stuff in here I've never used. Same here. But I feel good having it there. Me too. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I try to think. Like, there's just there's a bunch of stuff I haven't used. And Cam, I don't know. Did you end up saying what bag you're using? So I do. I have the uh, Everly Stock F5 Switchblade. So if you're watching, you can see this pack. Yeah. I couldn't recommend Everly Stock more. And yours is yeah. Yours is could duel as a bug out bag it could yeah of the comfort and the yeah. support it might be a little small if it's more of like a day pack than yeah. it is like a three-day pack but um it's yeah mine's it's great just, mine's just a 3v gear i can't remember the the actual it's like their own name I mean, they of only it. have they have two different types they have one that's like black and this one it doesn't have any molly web on it and this mm-hmm. one does mm-hmm. but it's actually been really good i i've had some issues with the straps like the outer parts of the molly webbing coming mm-hmm. unstitched, which is which is really annoying. I just burn the edges so that they don't fray. Yeah. Um, and I've had a few issues with zippers, but I didn't make mention of like qualities, kind of a big deal with these EDC backpacks because they're like your everyday. Mm-hmm. You're you're picking them up, you're putting them on, you're throwing them in and out of cars. 
setting them down, like they're going to wear out super fast, faster than any of your bags, really. You use it more than any of your other so bags. So you, you probably do want to splurge a little bit more because mm-hmm. you want it to be functional, last long, and also, you know, get you home. It might be your get home bag or something like exactly. that. Exactly. So there you go. That's it, man. That's uh, extended EDC. It's EDC Prime. Yeah, we like that. Guys, today's podcast is brought to you by TacPack. It is the only monthly tactical subscription box with useful professional-grade stuff inside. Use our code CASUALPREPPERS and get a free separate bag of EDC gear along with your first month's TacPack. Head to TacPack.com. Use our code CASUALPREPPERS. It's time for the quick and dirty medical tip. We don't have any reviews, do we? No reviews today. All right, so um, a lot of people are vacationing, fishing, getting into the waters. Okay. So I thought I'd mention some of the things that are going to make your life a living hell. Okay. Um, uh, a lot of people go to the ocean that don't normally go to the ocean. Yeah. And so here's some tips on like taking care of some really trip-ruining events that can happen. Okay. Sea urchin spines. Mm. Pretty cool. They need to be removed, so you step on one or brush up against one. Hurt like the dickens. The dye kind of makes them look a little more intense, like mm-hmm. looks black in your skin, bruising and stuff like that. Um, to help relieve the pain, you're actually going to use hot water, not scalding, burn your skin. Like 110 to 113, hot tub type water for 20 minutes, you soak it in there. Mm. Vinegar and acetic acid soaps, uh, mm. soaks like something that's more acidic. Vinegar is like the perfect thing for that. Pour that on there. Those are ways you can kind of treat those sea urchin spine injuries. That sounds fun. Jellyfish. Stings. I don't know if you've ever been stung by a jellyfish. I have not. I had once. I just remember it crossed my calf. Yeah. And it was not fun. Wow. Um, there's some nasty ones, and people can react to these. I mean, they can be life-threatening. But for the most part, like, most of the time you're going to get it on your limbs. Get the tentacle off with some gloves on. You don't want to grab it and just peel it off, which most people do. And then their hand has problems. Yeah. So the the nematocyte activity is activated more with like warm water. So like when people like pee on it, pour hot water like you're, if you're falling the other directions. Because the hot water thing comes into play with a lot of others. But with jellyfish, it's going to activate more nematocytes. So you so shouldn't pee on it. Shouldn't shouldn't do any warm water on it if you can. Hmm. This is kind of different too. Like I know this is, number one the jellyfish. Help, but what will number two help? <laughs> <laughs> what? That part kills me every time. Uh, I know the number one one. Um, so after you've, you know, you got stung, you remove the tentacle, um, dust the area if you have like flour or baking powder. Go grab the flour out of the super beach Super weird, super weird. <laughs> so this came straight out of Prepper's Medical Handbook. Um, flour. The Prepper's Medical Handbook. So wow, these are things crazy. that are... Totally smart people have come up. So if you're going to the beach, bring a bag of flour. That's what I was going to talk about at the end. Um, Really, all of these come down to having some vinegar, some surgical scrub, alcohol, antibiotic ointment, and hydrocortisone cream. Okay. Because that's going to cover most everything. Yeah. But yeah, so when you get stung by jellyfish, you remove the tentacle, put a little flour or baking powder, some kind of powder, even baby powder or something on there. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to use Cocaine? Something not super sharp, but you're going to kind of like clean off the like the powder with like a blade so you kind of scrape it off not okay. your skin okay you're just gonna get that kind of helps pull out some of the nematocyte okay stuff so um then after you've kind of cleaned the leg and all that you're gonna put topical hydrocortisone on four times a day for several days to get oh. the sting to calm down coral stings are the same okay so uh coral and barnacle cuts like scrapes, they mm-hmm. can get infected pretty easily. So you want to try and clean those as best you can. Hydrogen peroxide is great because it just bubbles and pulls some of that debris out of there. Because I didn't mention having hydrogen peroxide. Hydrogen peroxide should have that too. If you're going to the beach, vinegar, surgical scrub, or some kind of cleaning, um, alcohol ointment, and um, like antibiotic ointment, and hydrocortisone ointment. Well, I got to bring a trailer just for my ointments. <laughs> I know. Is that what you're saying? But I will. I will bring a trailer. Bring all of it. Um, stingray, these Ooh. barbs, this sounds like a horrible Kill people. event. Yeah. Get you right in the chest. Yeah. yeah. 90 minutes of pain and six to 48 hours until it improves sometimes. Jeez. So you don't want to get a stingray barb in you. Heck no. Um, rinse the wound with seawater because that's all you got right there. Yeah. And then remove the barb and rinse with hot water again. Okay. So you got to boil water all the time. 
Um, basically, make sure and clean the wound as best you can before you cover it up after you get the barb out. Catfish, apply hot water, just like for the stingray and the... Um, Me? And the... Yeah. Catfish. Catfish. And urchin spines and stuff like that. Um, strangely enough, like the hot water kind of deactivates... Um, the the sting and and kind of clear some of the huh. toxins, um, and then uh, scorpion fish people step on these a lot and they have little fine barbs. You got to pull those out. Mm. Uh, sponge rash, that sounds rough. I got yeah. sponge rash. Yeah, on my ash. Grandpa's got sponge rash. <laughs> um, the little spicules in the sponge can cause people to have a reaction. So you don't really know if it's reaction because there's like little spicules in their skin or just interaction with the sponge caused them to have a allergic reaction. Most of these, you've got to be like ready for some respiratory treatment. Like you might be really doing respiratory, like supportive breathing for them. Well, that sounds <laughs> it's fun. It's kind of scary. But the, most of the stuff I'm talking about is just the topical rash and, um, pain and burn and stuff like that again with the sponge rash you're going to do vinegar do like a cloth of vinegar and kind of hold it over it and then you're going to take that off and use like a piece of tape to try and get that like almost like fiberglass Mm -hmm. you know you use a piece of tape to pull out any of the little fine spicules vinegar again or alcohol and then start doing the hydrocortisone ointment that's a lot of stuff to remember yeah it is a lot basically what i'd say is for most cases except jellyfish the hot, like warm to hot water is going to be the best thing to do. Wow. Cleaning it and then um, basically deactivating with uh, acidic fluid. Pee is not <laughs> not going to do solution it. there. Um, number two, it's up to you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but vinegar, some kind of a cleaning scrub, alcohol, antibiotic ointment, hydrocortisone mm-hmm. cream, and maybe have some uh, uh, hydrogen peroxide. Cool. You go to the beach. Don't think, don't bring food. Bring all this stuff. It ain't no day to be beach. way funner. But anyways, this came from Medi- the Preppers Medical Handbook. I nice. just thought it was pretty cool information. That's good stuff. So just get the book. Get the book. <laughs> it's much easier. It's way easier. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you guys listening. Uh, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following us on all the socials. Make sure you go and get this shirt because you got about 24 hours to do so once this comes out. So get going. Anything else, Cameron? No, that's it. All right. Stay survived.